Welcome to this episode of SDI Encounters, a podcast on spiritual direction and spiritual companionship. I'm Matt Whitney. Thank you for listening. Learn more about our work and the work of spiritual direction and spiritual companionship on our website, sdicompanions.org. Well, Reverend Safi, we are back from New Mexico, where we pulled off a conference, uh, a hybrid conference, which obviously included an in-person component, which is the first one we've done in three years. Yeah. Uh, and also included a virtual component. Just wanted to check in with you here now, since it's been a couple of weeks. Uh, how, what stands out for you? You know, heart and soul in, and engaging and witnessing. And that was the theme of our conference, right? Which is engaging engaging with our traumas as, as a prelude to our spiritual awakening. But the way it manifested was unexpected and, and wonderful uh, in, in many ways. It, it was really... Um, you know, from, from people bringing their hearts, putting their hearts first, right? Putting their hearts forward. And I'm not just talking about all of us spiritual direct, directors and companions and guides with each other, but our keynote speakers on stage and, you know, Cornell West uh, saying, I'm, I am the way that I am because somebody loved me, Right. And I just wrote a little piece about that for, for um, a non-SDI publication. And um, it struck me that all of us spiritual directors and spiritual companions at the conference are who we are because somebody loved us. Not just because somebody loved us, but because we love the people that we companion. We love each other. Um, and, and we feel empathy and commitment with each other in a way that, that really reflects that commitment to love with a capital L and spreading it around. Um, gently and tactfully sometimes and boldly um, at other times, but always front and center, you know, always um, rooted in, in that, that modality, which is spiritual love, is, would be one way to qualify it. So that's how I feel about the conference, that it was really a manifestation of our community in, and spiritual love and, and being in a, in a spiritual, spiritually loving space with each other across the board. Yeah, yeah I, feel, I feel that too. I love how you, Heart and soul is what stands out for you and uh, engaging, you know, I think what comes to me when I hear that word is a, a type of service, which, you know, people, people at the conference and our speakers were very, very much uh, waging acts of service in the world, but also really sharing, sharing their shadows. I felt like our, our keynoters were very vulnerable and, it just what it struck me what struck me about that is just that we like we see these people you know we see them as great and we see them as really having 
figured out how to how to be of service in the world but also like we all are sharing the same world and we are, are grieving it in the same way we are yeah. we are anxious about it in the same ways did that strike you as well yeah absolutely i think i think they they and we all everyone put their humanity forward and and not just when i say humanity it's it's as you're indicating and it doesn't just just mean you know love and light and positivity although there was certainly a lot of that but it was also grief and shadows and difficulties and frustrations and you know am i in a safe space in a safe place or a brave place as people always um, say these days um, in a brave place where i can be vulnerable enough to share my shadows where where i can feel safe enough to to reveal my shadows and to know that i'm not going to be judged and castigated for that reveal but rather encouraged and supported and held as i try to wrestle with them and that's i think that you know the the kind of community that we aspire to be and that i think manifested so beautifully at the conference is 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 a place of ultimately of hope and healing and reconciliation but as a prelude to that a descent into descent maybe the wrong way a, a tackling of of our darker you know of our of our more more challenging difficulties and and entanglement with those before we could collectively disentangle from them and come out the other side How are you feeling now today, having having come through? I mean, you were you're definitely in the hot seat for several days, guiding, shepherding this conference, you know, and we, we spend, you know, more than a year planning for it. So. More than two years yeah. <laughs> in some ways. Yeah, yeah, having come through it and being on the other side, it's, how are you feeling about it? Re relieved. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, it's 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 also there's always anticipation and and joy mixed in with with trepidation because we are the work that we do is is sensitive work, right? It's 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 work where we need to tread with great care and great um, balance, as much balance as we can muster, um, because our groundedness is important. Um, as speaking personally, as my biggest challenge and opportunity is to be grounded as the world around me is ungrounded, increasingly ungrounded, to stay grounded as, because that's my role. And I think that's our role as spiritual companions and, um, you know, all the companionees that come to us it, who are many of whom are really struggling because they're in it, right? They're, they're deep into their explorations. And so staying grounded is a challenge. Of course, it's a challenge for any and all of us. And that's, um that that's that's the 
that's what it feels like to sit in the hot seat is just to, but then, you know, the, the wonderful thing, and it happens with every conference and I've done, I'm in my, I'm concluding my sixth year at SDI and, and about to talk, start my seventh, which is a, a lucky number, some people say. So hopefully it'll, everything will go swimmingly next year, but um, we, we never know. It is, is to that after a while, we're just, we're lifting each other up. And it sounds trite to say, but it's true, right? I mean, the, the all of us participants at the conference start kind of by, um, finding our way into our comfort zone at the conference. And by the end of the conference, after the second or third day, everything starts to gel, right? And, and the collective is, is upholding, even those folks who are really experiencing some triggers and some challenges um, are being held and, and the whole community kind of comes together and that was certainly very apparent to me at this conference. I don't know if it was to you, but um, that that coming together that 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 happens with our community with some 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 uh, frequency, um, thankfully. Yeah, I know. I know what a joy it was to see familiar faces in person again. Just was such a joy and a surprise. I mean, I, I shouldn't have been surprised, but I mean that stands out for me just like wow i'm like right next to you again and i know we were masked and everything but that just felt very important to do yeah yeah absolutely i mean i think that simple act of coming together in person after two years not just any two years but these particularly difficult years was um redemptory it was uh you know, I mean, I think so, so many of us exclaimed, you know, wow, you're a real person, <laughs> right? After two years of looking at each other on, on Zoom screens and computer screens and relating to each other and actually with what I, I think is pretty great success there, um, you know, uh, coming back together in person was, was extraordinary. Yeah. And, you know, we've been talking about Santa Fe since 2018, 2019. I mean, this was supposed to be our 2020 conference and yep, that's right. delayed and delayed and uh, just, yeah, just having finally been there, you know, sort of turned like Santa Fe sort of became like this fantasy realm or this abstraction for us. Like, we ever going to actually get there? <laughs> yeah, and we got there and actually, but the circumstances of us getting there in the midst of all of these fires that were consuming the state right and left and right and you know all around santa fe and and um and then the, the war in ukraine and and the ongoing COVID challenges and the ongoing tribalism and all the things that we talked about in our keynote or spoke about so eloquently from from the stage to be able to land in Santa Fe in the midst of all that and still come together and still hold each other and still, you know, cry and grieve and laugh and do all the things that we did together was really extraordinary. Yeah. yeah. I want to come back to your image of being grounded for a minute because I, I have this image of you, you know, sitting on stage by yourself 
interviewing Cornell West with <laughs> 300 people in attendance and 400 people virtual and almost yeah. like, because you, you, you also talk a lot about groundlessness, like being, yes. and yeah. I think that's like a compelling image of being grounded in groundlessness where yeah. it's just like orbiting around you almost like a tornado and you're just rooted, you know, on stage. Yeah. In your, in your sitting and holding it, holding it together for the rest of us. And yeah. that's an image that I think is a, an example for spiritual directors and companions in this time is being grounded in groundlessness. And maybe that's my biggest takeaway, but what do you think of that? Well, well I, I mean, it's, it's funny because I was just speaking about this to, to the, to, to someone else, uh, you know, just moments ago, actually grounding ourselves in groundlessness, which is part of my mantra, right? Because the, the more we know, the less we know, right? The, the more that we think we've figured out our roots and our motives and our, and our intentions, the, the more we realize that none of those things are very, mm, that those roots are not quite as solid as we thought they were, that, that their strength actually rests more in the unknown than in the known, that um, re it rests more in those things that we don't control than those things that we think we control, if there's anything that we do ultimately control. And so, um, yeah, it's uh, being up on stage alone and, um, it is like rowing that sol solitary boat across the universe, right? And yet the whole universe is there. The entire universe is there. And so, um, you know, I think that's, that's part of the, the challenge and the opportunity, particularly for us spiritual companions and, and helping the people that we companion or companionees to, to have that same experience of comfort in the ungrounded, right? In the unknowing and all of those uns, the, the unknowing, the ungrounded, the unbound, the unconstrained, the, you know, the universe, God, the eternal, um, because that's our natural resting home. That's where we come from and that's where we go to. And that's where we are right now, even though we don't realize it, right? Um, you know, I, I, it's like, like children pretending that they're on a boat and, you know, on, I, in, in their house, you know, while they're playing around, it's like, let's build a boat and, and sail on it. And it's just their sofa and their, you know, cushions and whatever it is. And yet they are rowing across this vast universe, this solar system and far, far beyond it. And that's real. That's ultimately more real than being on a boat on, on, on the water. And uh, so that's that kind of comfort and that kind of grounding and groundlessness, which is the eternal. Grounding ourselves in the eternal is the ultimate source of comfort and safety, because if we're grounded there, our fears, our fears wash away. Right. What can what can scare us if we if that's if we realize that that's where we always live, even beyond beyond this manifestation that we're in right now. It's a beautiful image. I imagine, you know, pretending to be on the sailboat and 
in the living room or whatever, like all of that sort of fades away and there's just cosmos. Yes. Stars and planets. There's a, there's a good challenge there. for a graphic artist. If someone... <laughs> yeah, maybe, I guess. Well, <laughs> but then all that has to fall away too, right? So. Yes, yes. Yes, even this, right? I mean, I, I was answering a question at a session yesterday that I, I know you were at as well, where we said, what does it mean, not what, right? We say, not two, and then we say, not two, not two, no separation. Say so not one, well, not even one, right? And not and if there's not one, there's not even a not or a one, right? There's nothing. And and that's that groundlessness is the ultimate ground of all being that we always talk about. The ultimate ground of all being is groundless, pure, pure groundlessness. How do we get on this every time? I, because now I'm you know the zen, <laughs> zen things of no, no like, because the no thing i get it like the, there's no there's no separation there's no two there's one there's no one there's no thing but the no thing is not nothing right well it's not nothing and and it's not everything either it's you know it, it's it's it is everything and it is not everything it's 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 hard because what we're pointing to is an experience that our words can only mimic and point to in partial ways. I think that's the, the, the trap that, that lots of folks in is like, well, if we can define it, categorize it, speak about it, we can encapsulate, we can capture it and put it in a little cage and control it. And um, you know, especially those of us with theological and spiritual inclinations and backgrounds, it's like trying to capture God and put it in uh, him, her, they in a cage and say, here's God. Um, that doesn't make any sense, does it? No. And, and yet God is in that cage. Right. And yet God is in that cage. And is the cage. And, and here's the cage. And the and air and the cage. And the, the being observing the cage and all of the above. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, this is the call. And here, here I'm going to try to tie this back to yes. continue engaging with all of it, with all of our yeah. circumstances, our hurting world, our companions, and invite them in, in their groundlessness to be grounded for a time as we are with them in companionship yeah yeah i think that's that's next year's conference that's um you know that's dinner tonight and breakfast tomorrow and and um it's everything and it's it's every moment in our lives is is there's that invitation you know i i have have said a lot now that everything is a portal this conversation is a portal you know, people listening to this conversation, they are a portal. And, um, you know, the wind and the, the shoes and everything is a portal. And, and that's because everything is ultimately interconnected. And the, entire, the entirety of everything is contained in the smallest, you know, it's, it's again, seems trite to say, but in the smallest grain of sand is the entire universe. And that's not just a concept um i i actually think it's a reality beyond our understanding actually yeah that's beautiful yeah. you mentioned 
next year's conference. So yes. we are doing a conference next year. I don't believe we have any details on that yet, but it will. No, not yet, but they're coming soon. They're coming soon. And, and um, um, we're in the process, in the selection process right now, and we should have an announcement fairly soon. Um, lots of lessons learned from this year's conference, particularly the complexities of holding a hybrid conference. And last year we had a, an all online conference that in some ways was um, our greatest success at SDI, right? We had 1,500 people there and we, we pulled it off fairly seamlessly. And a hybrid conference where you try to accommodate both in person and online has its own complexities and dynamics. And we're just getting our, you know, starting to get feedback now from, from the survey uh, uh, that you put out earlier today and lots of opportunities for, for us, lots of kinks that we need to work out of the process. And, and uh, so, so I'm excited about next year and I'm excited about what, what, might, uh, what might manifest. Yeah, I'm excited too. I'm excited to take some lessons learned and put them into practice and make next year's conference bet better, <laughs> you know, continue yeah. to improve and offer, you know, compelling conference for everybody, whether you're, whether you can attend in person or you're attending virtually and to make that experience meaningful. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think I think it'll be it'll be great to get get all that feedback and and um, so we'll be sharing those survey findings with with folks uh, at some point also, so that others can who who have ideas can can help us craft uh, an even better conference next year. Great. Um, anything else to say in regards to this? That's kind of the wrap up. No, that you know, my thanks and my gratitude to the community for for being who you are and and showing up and having the courage to lean into shadows and discomfort and and uh, um, as well, obviously, as as joy and happiness and and celebration and um to this to this community for its honesty and its authenticity and its bravery yeah indeed uh, bravery stands out for me you know just gratitude for people who came in person in spite of everything going on and yeah. and and gratitude to everybody who showed up virtually who were willing yeah. to participate with us and roll with us and yeah you know uh grow with us as we learn how to do it and do it better and are uh, gracious with our mistakes and um, yeah just everybody who was a part of it made it happen and so I just wanted to acknowledge that so thanks everybody thank you if you're enjoying this podcast and you want to help us share and spread the word about the life-giving practice of spiritual companionship, you can help us out by subscribing to this podcast through your favorite app. You could give us a like or even write us a review. Thank you for listening. This is Matt Whitney with Spiritual Directors International. Thanks again for listening. Your time and your presence here are deeply appreciated.
If you liked this show and would like us to continue making them, please do subscribe now while it's fresh on your mind. Also, we would love to hear from you, so please feel free to send in your comments and suggestions to the email address podcast at sdiworld.org. SDI is the home of spiritual companionship. Learn more about us and our work on our website, sdicompanions.org.